This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the morning DNA. I am Aaron Dyson, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we are here to find out what June 28th, 2021 is made of. It's made of an explanation as to where the heck we've been. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were off last week. Um, and then we are late, starting late this week with the live show. And, uh, yeah, Danae just, she, she just said, I don't want to do it. And I was like, all right, fine. I'm, you know, people are counting on it. And <laughs> yeah, that's exactly and then this morning, like the last 45 minutes has been me trying to convince Danae yeah. to come back to the show. Danae, so. please <laughs> put the lip gloss down, come and play with us. <laughs> uh, no, I went on vacation, uh, had a wonderful time and, uh, thank you for the opportunity every once in a while to, to take a break and, uh, spend some time with family and friends and Last, have a good time. So, so, so two weeks ago when we were doing our show, we were like, yeah, he's, we're going to take next week off. Did you hear what I did? No, I do? literally was like, yeah, Aaron's leaving town. <laughs> like <laughs> that is not something you announced to the world on a live show. And so I kind of like tried to pull it back a little yeah. bit and sort of eat my words as they were coming mm -hmm. out and, and sort of yeah. switch it a little bit. Maybe I think I said you were leaving the planet or I changed it to like, <laughs> do you remember? I, I made a, it was really dumb. I, I, I do. I vaguely remember you saying I was leaving town and I did have that, like that little, that little inkling of, but, um, I but mean, honestly, you I mean, do live in Fort Knox, so right. See, this is this is the thing, and I'm not in, inviting anything. I'm just saying, if you uh, if you know publicly that I'm gone, you also know publicly that I have cameras in every room, and that you know, like I don't know. It's yeah, it's 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 not something I would announce, but also not something I was too uh, worried about. So yeah, there you go. Chat says but, that it looks you. like I'm um, drinking coffee out of a didgeridoo. <laughs> oh, yes. That makes um, sense. I was thinking a candle, but we've kind yeah. of been through that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, but no. No, no I'm glad. Is... I'm glad you got to take a break. It was really strange not doing the show. Uh, sure. And then this morning, it almost didn't happen again, because guess who just got off of the plane and yeah, literally just in drove my house. across town mm -hmm. got into his house came downstairs to do the show 
That's me. Aaron. That's me she's talking about. Aaron did that. Um, yeah, we flew back in this morning. Um, we were on a uh, 6 a.m. flight from the sunny state of Florida, and uh, which is an hour different than here. So 5 a.m. here and uh, managed to uh, to land and get over here in time for doing 945. So it might have been earlier, might have been a little bit earlier, not to to throw my my oldest son under the minivan. But uh, but he uh, <laughs> he he didn't remember. <laughs> we had to call and wake him up when we landed. So yeah. Oh, that's so now, nice. Now, in in his in his in fairness to him, we also didn't remind him. We we counted on him. Like, but do you need setting to? A, well, you know. Okay, okay. I guess. Maybe. Listen, if I if I am making plans for a trip, I do like to double check with my. Exactly. The plans. So exactly. That makes sense. Uh, it's it's one of those things on both sides. You can take a little blame and just go, yeah, you probably should have set yourself a reminder, or put it in your calendar or whatever. Or you and can yeah, just... we probably should have texted you yesterday and said, hey, you know, don't forget. <laughs> you can do the childish thing and just blame him for everything. My dog is insistent today. Listen, we went to the Sonic mm-hmm. drive through as we normally do because I yeah. am addicted to tater tots, as you know. And whomever was working at the the drive-through is either too new to realize that uh, dogs get treats at Sonic, or they're out of treats. Either of them possible. Mm. My dogs are devastated. <laughs> <laughs> so I vote in the chat, right or wrong. Gave them one of my tater tots to compensate for their lack of treat. Now they're absolutely mm. now the one in the background. Um, oh, you visual viewers, podcasters, just have to imagine. Uh, I've got one dog in the background just chilling like a good dog. And the other one is directly at my knees, just staring up at me <laughs> like, when's the next one coming? And I know it's my fault because I gave them a tater tot. Right or wrong, I taught at the dogs. Hey, have you been to Cracker Barrel lately? No. Was there yesterday. And uh, did you know, do you like their, uh, ha- their hash brown casserole? Yeah. You love it, right? I thought you did. I mean, I like. I wouldn't say love it. I would say it's a high like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 have hash brown casserole tater tots now at uh at Cracker at Cracker Barrel. What does that mean? It means uh all the hash brown uh love and uh but all the tater tot glory. So like So instead of it being hash brown it's just tater tots with cheese and onion on it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not on it, in it. In it. In it. It's like baked into the tater tot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, I'm going to have I, to experience this. I thought that was something Guys, you enjoyed. Guys, the show is over. So. We're going to go to eat breakfast now. It's been super nice they seeing you all. They also have beignets there now with like a pecan dipping sauce. Wow. Yeah. I hope they still have my eggs in a basket. That's all I care about. Yeah. yeah. Um, a couple things happening in chat that I wanted yeah. to point out. Um, Danger Sweet says, should I be watching both of your streams on Twitch? I feel bad just picking one. You do have to pick one. <laughs> Don't you feel ha- I'm bad. I'm sorry. Those are the rules. However, I do see that you're in Aaron's chat. I forgive you. Uh, uh, Aaron Aaron will tell you right now, you're going to have more fun in Danae's, on Danae's Twitch. She is more Twitch attentive. Uh, for me, it is a place that broadcasts the stuff that I do. If for me, you, if you I'm like just broadcasting because I can, but Danae so, actually cares. <laughs> so I would follow both for sure. Give us both a follow. Um, if you enjoy Sif Pop, the pop culture podcast I do, that comes through my Twitch. Um, but all the stuff that Danae does comes through hers. So if you yeah. if you're watching this show, you can do either. But the chat's going to be a little more hopping over at uh, Danae's, I believe. So 
they're actually so. throwing up some emojis to convince you to, to switch <laughs> over. Um, and, and then also just a reminder, thank you guys for watching on all of the platforms. Um, yeah. We get to kind of connect with everybody at once and it means a lot to us. So thank you for doing that. Mary says hello from upstate New York. Hello. Hello, upstate New York. There's also been chat about Washington and mm -hmm. the weather and all kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. Good morning, Carrie. Um, and then good morning over on the YouTube side, Eduardo saying, hey, Danae, I'm here. I woke up early just to watch the show. Thank nice. You. That's awesome. Eduardo. Yeah, Eduardo. Let's, I could even look, right? Like we can do this. So there are seven people watching at Danae's Twitch. There are seven people watching at the YouTube. So, you know, like the, it seems to be the case that uh, those are the main ones. And there's a few people watching at the, the social media network that shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, Melinda. <gasps> oh, my gosh, it's Melinda. Okay, hold on. I'll get to you in a second, girly bird. Uh, Nick says, as old, as an old, I just can't figure out Twitch. YouTube baby, listen. YouTube baby, you go where you go where you're comfortable. Yeah, we man. will we'll broadcast to all for as long as we can. Mm -hmm. There may be some rules about that with Twitch, but we'll just skip that for now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, hello I from Kansas City. Don't know City. what you're talking about. Um, oh, so KC in the house. Everyone, this is my beautiful. I don't even. I, I'll just call you my aunt. It's easier this way. Look at this woman in the picture. Isn't she the most beautiful woman ever? Um, Melinda's amazing. And that right there, see that long last name? That's my maiden name. That's right. She's my Boyce family. Housen. Boyce Housen. Boyce. Or if you're Boyce. from other parts of the world, it'd be Buesthausen. Or Buesthausen. <laughs> today, I think I did tell you about the funny story of finding our family in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. We, I was on a forum one day. I just decided to search for our last name since it's so unique. And I found this person named Derwin. And I reached out to them through like a, I want to say it was like a CDU forum or something. It was absolutely insane. Something crazy. No reason for me to be there except for I'm trolling for Boyshausen's. Mm -hmm. And turns out that up our family tree, there were some of the Boyshausen that went to Missouri and some that went to like the Chicago, Illinois area. Mm -hmm. And we kind of communicated back and forth. And what was the, my best and most favorite story from that kind of discovery is that the Chicago Boyshausen's had rumors of family members that went to Missouri who laughingly called themselves the Boyshausen's, which is how I've always pronounced it. Mm -hmm. And they, they kind of like, you know, to essentially call us that we were sort of hickey, sort of hicks, mm -hmm. sort of like Southern. Right. So they pronounce it I probably the right way. And so when Derwin found out that we were real, he was like, oh, you guys are actually real. And so it was this <laughs> cool thing. Yep. So. That was kind of a fun little discovery. I don't know if you knew mm -hmm. that story, Melinda, if you're still here. Now you know the full, now you know most of the story. Most of the story. Not uh, Lucas says, wow, 14 people, what a crowd. Yeah, actually a few more than that. I think 21 right yeah, now hanging out yeah. with us and yeah. uh, having a good time this morning. Uh, we usually end up somewhere in the 20 to 30 range and we love it. Um, it's uh, one of our th favorite things to hang out with a few dozen people every Monday morning and, and sometimes other days, uh, although that hasn't happened in a while. But, uh, some days we some day. have had 30 people yeah some days mm -hmm. yep uh slab says boys housing is european for awesome house yeah it is i'm not gonna look into that you gotta, I'm just you gotta gonna say that's true you gotta get the air in the the lips boys housing boys yeah and that was that looked painful but it wasn't <laughs> um i'm glad to tell you the story 
it's interesting. There's more to it too. I also yeah. once asked a German who was sitting beside me on a plane if he knew what Boyshausen meant. And he looked at me really strangely, like, who is this person who's talking to me on a plane? <laughs> Leave me alone. And I, he said, why are you asking about that family? And I said, that's my last name. And he just stared at me strangely until I got awkward and I kind of like looked away and he's like, no, I'm just, are you serious? And I said, yeah, that's my last name. I can show you my license if you really wanted to. He's like, no, no, no. It's just, they're one of the wealthiest families in Germany. I was like, <laughs> cool. Well, great. waiting for my inheritance. Yeah. I think that went down with the great depression. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, anyway, good morning, everyone. Let's shoot it. Shoo Let's shoot shoo it. Uh, we are going to do that. Uh, we are going to do uh, the D topic, the A topic, and the U topic on the morning DNA. Uh, Danae picks a topic, I pick a topic, and you pick whatever topic you want. When we get to uh, that section, please put a U in front of your statement um, to uh, let us know that you have a question or topic for us to discuss. Everything's on the table. If you want to ask us, ask us. That doesn't necessarily mean we'll answer everything, but everything is on the table, wide open. Mm -hmm. um, so that would be during the U topic section. But Danae, you get to kick us off. What's the D topic today? Well, I thought that I would just do a little brag on self moment and turn it mm. into a time to hear stories from you on a project that you have tackled recently that you're really proud of. Nice. Um, I took a, a, a little jaunt this weekend. We went to a family wedding out in the middle of Kansas. And when I got back home, we had received a package, three massive boxes because my, uh, my friend, Teresa, who helps me stay organized, uh, like, like my, my therapist, my house therapist, I call her, I've talked about her a couple of times. Um, she had had me order a whole bunch of like organizational bins mm -hmm. that go into like pantries or refrigerators, the smaller kind of ones, deep bins, thin ones, all these different sizes because I opened up my pantry and it's so, it was so stressful, just the chaos of not having any organizational system or rhyme or reason too much in that space for the last year has mm -hmm. slowly just been devolving into this monster of, I don't even know what's in the back because our pantry is a cupboard. So right. whatever's in the back gets buried by whatever is conveniently put in the front. Mm -hmm. So I needed to pull everything out and all this stuff. And what we had decided this is where it gets exciting for me. And maybe, I don't know, I'm just gonna tell you a story. What we had decided, Teresa and I, was that the next time she comes, we were gonna make that our project. So I knew that I could leave the boxes there and just open them later, but I didn't. I got home after a long weekend. Dogs have something to say about this too. <laughs> I got home after a long weekend and decided to just tackle it. Opened up all the boxes, got out all the bins, unwrapped them all took everything out of the pantry, checked expiration dates, put a pile of donations together, put everything back in in a more organized fashion, tried to think through it logically. I got like bins for flour and sugar, dumped all that in there and labeled it, put it up. And I'm doing all this stuff thinking, like knowing that I could put it off, but deciding not to because I really didn't wanna have the boxes there. And Justin, my husband, he walked around the corner and he walked around the corner in the worst time where it was at its peak of chaos where right. everything was out and there's just stuff piled everywhere. And he had <laughs> where you can't even see the omelet that's coming because there's so many broken eggs. It was bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he had just cleaned the kitchen and he didn't know what I was doing. So he he goes and watches like a maybe a 30, 45 minute show with Iris and comes back and it was just 
like the whole kitchen had exploded. He walks in and he's like, oh, no. Uh, and I said, just get whatever you need and go. Just <laughs> don't put your put your blinders on like they do with right. the horses and just, you know, get your water or whatever. And he left. And then my goal became get everything back to the way that it was when he cleaned it. So I not only finished the project, but then I took it to the next level and got everything cleaned up again. All of the boxes broken down and put in recycling. Like I went the whole thing all by myself at the end of a long trip when I didn't have to. And that's why I'm proud of it. Not because I did an annoying project, but because I could have not done it. And yeah. I don't know. I just think that there's sometimes when we as people know we can put something off and we decide not to. And it feels even better in a way. Mm -hmm. I'm the queen of excuses. I know yep. how to excuse away all kinds of things, but I didn't. And I was really excited about that. So. Thank you, Carrie, for saying good job. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to uh, to say, Danae, before we go into everybody's answer to this question, that Lucas wins the prize that we talked about before the show. Uh, Lucas says, are uh, we going to talk about the fact that Aaron isn't wearing a black shirt it. today? <laughs> Lucas! <laughs> you win, Lucas. There, there isn't actually a prize. I apologize. Other than our uh, admiration for your observation skills and oh uh, willingness to put yourself out there. Uh, yeah, this was the shirt I, I traveled in today. It is more gray than black. And um, I apologize he, if I've let anyone down. Um, he literally said, hey, I'm, we're going to start the stream. Do you think anyone's going to notice I'm wearing a gray shirt? I said, absolutely, they will. 100% someone's going to yeah. find it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we both were like somebody will be observant mm -hmm. enough to notice that it's a dark gray and not not a black. But we're counting it as uh, a single black shirt. Um, so there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, let's get into this. So, what are some of the projects you have tackled recently that you're super proud of? Um, Eduardo starts us off by saying, "I went out of the bedroom into the kitchen, and Good I'm proud of it." Good job. I don't know I mean, that I define it as a project. Uh, it could but be. Accomplishment for sure, for sure be. an accomplishment, but I don't know about a project, but uh, we'll give it to you. We'll give you that one. Nick says, crazy coincidence on the topic. For weeks, I've been prepping to put in a patio. Spent eight hours yesterday actually laying the bricks. Probably will be done by the weekend. I'll tweet a pic. Would love to see it, Nick. Um, that is, that's got to yeah. feel great. Man, that's that just reminds me of the stuff that your wife does. Yeah. That, me doing the project in my in my pantry reminded me of like I was channeling Jennifer Dicer. So I just had a moment of memory of one of the many things she just does because why would it, we have somebody else do it if I can find a video on YouTube? Insane. We're, we're in our minivan coming back from the airport this morning and I noticed there's a little bit of slack between the fabric on the, the roof and the, the top of the minivan. You know how it'll start to yeah, sag sometimes? To, yeah, come away. Seven, eight years ago, uh, it was really bad and hanging down to where it was like in front of like, you your know, eyes. your eyes kind of thing. <laughs> she took all of that off, reupholstered the top of the van and put it back together. And it's held seven, eight years. Like, it's just like that is stuff she, she just does. Mind. She's like, this is a problem. Let me search YouTube. Oh, here's a solution. I'll just go get some of this. Man, I'd be stuff. doing the thing where you just take little sticky tacks and you just stick them in like one of those fluffy pillows, you know, and just kind of so like my, my son was poop. like, you can just do what they do with the church van. Just stick <laughs> pins up there. <laughs> yeah, well, can do that. She's incredible. She's also yeah. done like redone their porch, mm -hmm. uh, redid their bathroom. Mm -hmm. 
She built. Uh, she built our tiered seating for our theater room. She built she the platform. Built the- Building, she built the uh, cabinet or not the cabinets, but the shelving for all of your DVD collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We she could literally just talk about for our washer and dryer to put mm-hmm. the. Stuff she underneath fixed them. your washer dryer and your refrigerator and your car. Mm-hmm. This woman. I did have a moment. I did have a moment where I got to be the one. It's really simple, but she was like, she was going <laughs> into one of her modes because our refrigerator was making a sound. It was making like a clicking sound. And so she's like researching why do refrigerators make clicking sounds? She's talking about the compressor, all this kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm going along with her and I'm like, but, but if it were the compressor, things would be getting warm. Like it would be like, we'd be having other problems and it's just a clicking noise. I was like, let's find out where it's coming from. I listened and there was just an ice cube stuck in the ice cube maker. <laughs> I was the one that found it and popped it out of there. You saved her from dismantling. I didn't even need a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine she dismantles the entire refrigerator? It's all in pieces mm-hmm. all over the kitchen. And then yeah. you find like the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Here's one from Brandon who said, it isn't me, but my girlfriend has been changing her whole apartment because she had to get a desk and loft bed and she has been working nonstop last week and this weekend to finish it. Man, rearranging furniture is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Everything shifts around. Yeah. I'm the kind of person too where when I change furniture, I like I start moving it to see it in place and to actually like move it into place. So yeah. My husband literally came home one day and I had moved half of the couch into our bedroom by myself. Because <laughs> I'm like, I think that we need like something to sit on in here. Uh, what are my what are my options? Um, oh, mm-hmm. the L-shaped couch. I could take off part of this sectional. <laughs> like, and I just hauled it all the way in, like dragged it through the house, mm-hmm. got it all set up. And then I realized it does fit where it is. But now our room is significantly smaller because of it. Duh. Mm-hmm. But I had to see it to experience it. And I, in those moments, I wish that I was the person who measures things with like a measuring tape, I think mm-hmm. they're called, and uses something like, oh, what is it? graph paper and like designs it mm-hmm. planning what planning? Yeah, that planning that's it i wish that i knew how to do that word mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah right. Me- measure twice cut once yeah that's amazing yeah. lolly says i'm halfway through winding 150 spools of colored floss onto bobbins okay holy crap what are you gonna make I was going to say, what, this... do you, what do you need colored floss for? Is it the floss is a stronger type of thread for something or? Yeah, you're going to want to explain this to us. Because if I'm trying to figure this out, if you're putting uh, spools of colored floss onto bobbins, it means you're sewing with floss. So there must be something about the characteristics of the floss that make it a better thread for whatever you're doing or whatever you're, you're figuring out. So, yeah. Yeah, we're kind of curious about it. Yes, I would love to know what that is uh let's see uh lolly says aaron is married to a superhero that's basically it that's basically it um slab says can't say i'm proud but just being a new homeowner gives me tons of projects to tackle mayhaps when the majority of projects are done then i can sit back and feel pride oh it's it's so so overwhelming overwhelming right now now. yeah yeah Yeah. moving into a new house with projects is overwhelming slindemon uh, says we were going to drywall over some old tiled ceiling in my house, but last minute decided to take the old ceiling down first. Oh. Whoa, that is a project. 
uh, even though it's a lot more work. The house feels so much bigger with the old ceiling removed. So I'm really happy we made that decision. I have you, so you know many what? questions. Re- <laughs> removing it. I, well, maybe this isn't it. Maybe it was more complicated than this. But it just got me thinking of a time we did actually remove a drop ceiling in a house. And it was fairly easy because there was another like already a place for an easy ceiling right above the drop ceiling. And so you do. You just add several inches to your you know home. But you do have to like put up the the you know the drywall or whatever and or dry ceiling and then uh, texture it or whatever you want to man do. i'm supposed yeah. to like be prepping the downstairs for paint and that seems ominous no like mm. thinking about what it would take to remove a ceiling and put it back together yeah. is that's a little too much for me that's okay though. uh lolly says embroidery floss it's all uh-huh. of my supplies going on to bobbins to be stored in boxes oh. so not not dental floss and did you think it was floss. dental this entire time you goof you didn't really who me who are you yeah, of course. You didn't? No. I thought she was taking colored dental floss <laughs> and putting it around. Why would I not think that? I don't have any context for any other kind of floss. Oh, no. Okay, I didn't hold. know there was another kind of floss. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. No, 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 no. It's embroidery. Like, it's embroidery floss. Why are you floss? buying floss for thread? I thought there must be a reason. I don't know. Okay, okay. I'm just going to show you a pic so we can. Sure. So we can see this. <laughs> Listen, Slab's with me. All right. Slab is with me. Aaron this. isn't alone in that assumption. See? That's embroidery thread. floss. Yes. That is thread. But it's called floss. Oh. Okay. See how it's titled over here? Embroidery mm-hmm. floss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's taking all of this and putting it onto bobbins. Yeah. 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 Wow. I never I never knew there was any other kind of floss other than dental dental floss. So I'm guessing. Hold on. Let's do the I rainbow. have a new I have a new the guess. The more you know. <laughs> the new guess is what is seems obvious to me now is that floss originally was thread and mm-hmm. then that type of thread was people were using to clean between their teeth and mm-hmm. dentists were like mm-hmm. let's just make our call own and sell it and call it right. dental floss right and so you know because the other way around makes no sense Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, it does no, not glad we got there but but i think it is one of those words that has come to mean it's new thing not it's old thing uh for most people who aren't crafty like you guys are planning boo improv everything yes most of the time yeah. i will say like in in my situation in my case i had a plan in place from somebody who helps me to plan teresa my right hand woman who helps me understand how to tackle projects and the this is this is the person that i use to ground into and kind of like find my foundation in the chaos mm-hmm. of what it yeah. means to find organizational systems in your home and get rid of things and go through all that stuff so i've got teresa and she's like let's sit down let's order this stuff i'm like all right let's do that and then it comes to the house and the chaos for me was just jumping in and doing it willy-nilly mm-hmm. it's like i feel like doing this yeah. right now i'm gonna do it right now so it was kind of a combination of the both of them someone planned a little bit and then i still got to be chaotic it was beautiful it was wonderful nice the angels was singing it was lovely Oh, and I can show you a video of my kitchen organization. Maybe I can do that. I mean, what a lovely thing to post on my Instagram. Who is so excited to see my pantry? Me. Probably lots of people. Uh, I bought new things for my gecko's cage and finally put it in. Uh, put Aww. it all in this weekend, says Elizabeth. Elizabeth, I'm going to have gecko questions for you eventually. I've told my daughter that when she is 10, she may have a lizard. Hmm. Because she's nice. now four and she thinks she needs one. That answer is no, because that means I'm taking care of a lizard and I don't want to. So when she's mm-hmm. 10, I feel like maybe she'll have more ability, but I don't know anything about lizards. So I might have to go to you for some questions. Or car insurance for that matter. <laughs> uh, 
okay, so here's what came to my mind. Uh, on vacation, we vacation with several other families, and for the first time this year, we rented a vacation home. Uh, a res- it's like a a, a resort home like specifically. Yeah, it's specifically designed for several families to share, and it has things like its own pool and like a game room, and it also had a theater room. Um, mm-hmm. So it had a projector, you know, on a big uh, screen, and then that was hooked into uh, a receiver and had some speakers and stuff. Well, when we got there, the sound was all coming through the p- projector on the ceiling, just those little tinny speakers on the actual projector instead of through these beautiful you know, surround speakers uh, that were around. And uh, and it wasn't easily figured out um, kind of what was going on. I took a brief look at it, couldn't figure it out, went to do other stuff. Uh, this is this is what my, uh, my son told me because he was watching stuff in there. One by one, the dads of the family came in to, to try their hand at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at, at fixing the sound. <laughs> so a dad would walk in. This is, you know, the first day a dad would walk in and be like, well, that's not where the sound's supposed to come from. Let me see if I can, you know, get this going. Through. Let me see if I can fix the, this. I know, I know how wires cables. work. Yeah, I know <laughs> how stuff works. Uh, so one by one, the, the dads did that. And my, my uh, son and his friends uh, from the other families started uh, calling it the, uh, the dad competition. And uh, the best dad would be the one that figured out uh, how it works. So I came back to it later the, the next day and eventually through Googling and remote control working and all that kind of stuff uh, did manage to figure it out. And it was glorious. Um, you came but yeah, back it, was, it was definitely a project. You know, it was just kind of trying to figure out, okay, everything's plugged in the right way. Why isn't it, you know, why is the HDMI sending the audio to the projector instead of separating those and sending it through the speakers and just the video to the projector? Ridiculousness. And, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, I was kind of proud of that. I have to tell I have to confess something and possibly mm-hmm. ask for your forgiveness, Aaron. Um, there was a day recently when you came over and I was like, hey, do you, do you want to go down and check out my audio and internet connections with me? Knowing mm-hmm. that you are... Mm-hmm. so good at that going you know what Aaron will fix it I'll just invite Aaron over sure and right. just sort of show him this project that's gonna make his brain fry until he figures it out mm-hmm. and I just was like hey go look at this I was very disappointed when you came back upstairs less than two minutes later <laughs> going yeah you got an issue down there <laughs> yeah I was like wait what happened you were do do you have time you're like, you you've just, you've just got you've got uh, <laughs> what's called a progressive issue. So this is something mm-hmm. where things just keep getting plugged in, wound through. Uh, doesn't it's matter where the internet's coming from, as long as we're getting a little it's bit insane. of internet. It's just it's a jumble of of modems, cords, <laughs> routers. You took uh, one look and you're like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> I I took one look and was like, okay, I can come back and really dig into this if you want, but I got to schedule some time for it. I'm going to need half so. of a day. I'm going to need some pizza. Yeah. I'm going to need to have, you know, payment. <laughs> <sighs> pizza payment's fine. Pizza payment. I, I don't mind being paid in pizza. You you no, are skilled fine. with that though. I I don't know. Y'all, I hope you ever I hope everyone has a friend or family member or someone in their life that can help with the little simple things because Well, you guys oh were gosh. doing an awesome thing. You were getting some hard wires run to your systems like the one you're on right now so that it could be a little more dependable and not kind of have um, mm-hmm. you know, hardwired uh, in. Yeah, get it hardwired in for um you know, and then you were you were looking at the speed and I I, I had to explain that the hardwiring doesn't really impact the speed as much as the reliability 
uh, of the machine. I'm already not listening. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But it's you had you had a a <laughs> secondary router that was choking your speed that uh, that we had to eliminate from your system upstairs. So Guys, you know, I did a little bit. I you know you did, I, you I did. did help you a little. You did bit. actually. It yeah, you said bit. unplug that and plug that over there, and I did that, and it was great. Yeah. See, there you go. There so you go. I appreciate that. Are you ready to go uh, to your topic? Yeah, let's do the A topic, shall we? Let's do it. Let's um, do it. All right. Uh, what is your favorite thing to introduce to others? Uh, fairly simple topic, but it comes from uh, vacation this week and just a, a realization I've had before, but I had it even more intensely this week when I was introducing movies that I knew my friends would love. And then we would sit down and watch them together. And it's just the most glorious feeling today. This is not an attack. I'm not, you're a different person. You don't like movies. It's okay. But it is, it is one of my favorite things. And obviously you can see that through a lot of what I've done with, you know, my movie reviews and, and those kind of things. But just to be able to go to, you know, my friend Matt and go, I know you're absolutely going to love this. Or even to know like the combination of people who are watching and go, this okay, movie well, add this person and this person mm -hmm. oh, oh and that becomes shake it up and just it was it was a successful in said theater room movie after movie after movie that i just Aww. nailed and people just came out just going oh that's the i'm so glad i saw that and that's cool and that kind of stuff um so yeah Aww. uh the highlight of that was introducing them to um uh, David Delgadio's In and of Itself, or Derek, Derek Delgadio's In and of Itself, which is a one-man show um, from a uh, magician named Derek Delgadio uh, that is unexplainable um, and is just something you kind of have to watch. Uh, and so what that I sat them down to watch for those it. of you who don't know Aaron is that if he tells you anything about it it's likely considered a spoiler and he won't do it so it's unexplainable in, this, in that you have to experience it and if he tells you something that it might ruin an experience for you in this case it's that plus it's literally too difficult to explain like the 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 the, the things he's doing are only it, you have to be there it's like you know when somebody will say you had to be there or that kind of that's what this this movie is or this one man show that he filmed on Broadway. He did like 536 shows on Broadway in New York and uh, then decided to to film it. But anyways, it's incredible. And it was just it was so fun to introduce it to him. And it just got me thinking, like, what is that thing in your life that you're just like, oh, I, I can't wait to introduce this to my friend or I can't wait to um, let s such and such know about this. And it just gives you like all the good vibes, all the good feels um, when you're able to do that. Um, so yeah, it just kind of got me thinking about that. Brandon says La La Land has been one. Nice. Wakad has been Twitch and Hookah Hoses. That's a Hookah shout out hoses. to Moco Made. <laughs> yeah, nice. that's a shout out to the Moco crew. Our Moco Locos. Um, movies, also slab. Mm -hmm. um, Lolly says, have you ever successfully introduced someone to a classic movie? I would oh, for say sure. yes. In fact, I'd never seen like Dancing in the Rain. Is that? Singing that? in the Rain. Singing in the mm -hmm. Rain, um, yeah. which has dancing in it. It does. Also. Lots of it. Lots of great dancing. So my first time to ever watch that was because Aaron plopped it on. See, Aaron's good at this. He'll like do like, hey, everybody, let's get together and hang out. And then you get together and hang out. And then you go directly to the TV and he puts a movie on. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Uh, and, and you end up watching, you know, movies that you've never seen before. It's his love language. <laughs> it really is. That's what I was realizing. It was like, it just, it feels like so great. There's just a, like, it feels like love. It really does. So, um, yeah. Animated things. Doc says animated things. Um, there's a podcast, for example, um, 
that listen that he listens to that has animated bits from Funny Moments, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Mosaic Crochet, Breezy Lady B mentions nice. this now. That's on Twitch. Uh, there's a style of crochet called mosaic, and not a lot of people know about it. And so Breezy teaches how to do mosaic crochet. And for those who already crochet, it's kind of like, ooh, I didn't realize this was a possibility. And it kind of re- can reignite someone's passion for crochet. So that's a cool one. I know I have been introducing people to mosaic crochet and I don't even crochet because it looks nice. so freaking cool. Very I have cool. a mosaic crochet blanket. I highly recommend finding someone who can do it and get one because they're so amazing. Uh, Nick says, I love getting people into the original Star Wars expanded universe now called Legends. It does such an amazing job informing the movies and is so much better than the than the new Disney era of content. I need to do that for my job. Yeah. Yeah, because we end up, you know, reviewing a lot of Star Wars stuff and I'm so... Now, the legend stuff is, like he's saying, that that stuff is now its own canon, if I'm understanding correctly, or was some of that held over as canon in the new expanded universe? I don't know. I'm not as familiar with the legends stuff, but I wondered if they kind of side canon the that stuff as its kind of own thing. But yeah. Uh, Lucas says, for me, this is very delicate, as many people will not like what I will introduce them to. Our tastes are different. That is something about the process of introducing anything to anyone is it is a vulnerable experience. Um, I recently was sharing some music, like a playlist with someone, and I was so self-conscious of the music that was on the playlist, things Mm -hmm. that I just enjoy listening to, wondering like, oh, gosh, are they going to like this? Is this interesting to them? Is this going to be they just roll their eyes? Um, so an internet recommendation or a link share is easier, but if you're in the same room and you're seeing their, Aaron, you can speak to this. This happens with yeah. you all the time with me where you're like, oh, da, 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 and I'm just like, Ooh. so. <laughs> <sighs> well, with you, it's a little different because you just, you don't like investing time sitting down and watching visual storytelling. Like it's just not, it's mm-hmm. not your favorite thing. Now you have good experiences with it sometimes. And so Mm -hmm. I do know there are certain kinds of things that you do enjoy, but even in those cases, there is a part of you that's like, I'm not sure that's the best investment of my time, even though I had a good time. Like there's, there's this part of- I would much rather talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yes, yes, exactly. So that's a little bit different. What I would say to you, Lucas, is that is actually part of the beauty of the experience is to be able to tell, is to be able to know someone well enough to go, I like this and I think you're going to like this versus I like this or and you won't like this or I don't really like this, but I think you're going to love this. By the way, that's fun, too. There's I there's a real beauty in being able to go. This isn't my favorite thing, mm-hmm. but I think you're going to really dig this. Um, so that to me is the beauty of the whole process is getting out of your own head and being like, um, you know, just because I love singing in the rain doesn't mean it's for everybody. Um, of course, of all the movies I could mention, that one actually is uh, pretty uh, widely loved. But um, but yeah, so there is there is that element, uh, certainly, of the process. I like that you brought that up, though, because it is intimidating to mm-hmm. open up yeah. and share with people. So but but I do. And I, I, I think it is. And I think that's <laughs> something we could um, we could mature through, too. Right. Because we don't have to love the same things that it shouldn't it shouldn't feel yeah. painful if somebody doesn't love the same thing you love um that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you have to be less of friends or what i remember talking about the process of um i forget what the i forget what the technical psychological term is but there's a psychological term for 
this idea of gaining credibility through what you love. So if you love, let's just say, A Few Good Men, let's just throw that movie out there, and somebody comes up to you and say, you know what movie I love? A Few Good Men. Boom, credibility, I like this person, they know what they're talking about. That is a very human, uh, lots of, uh, it's just human nature to be that way. But I think we could work on maybe dialing that back a little bit and going, well, we can be amazing friends and not love the same stuff. Like, you know, yeah. I can be, I, we can be cool together because we're fellow human beings. Um, so, yeah. That's true. Uh, here's one from Jose Dethard, who said El Saldorvian. El Salvadorian. El <laughs> I went Lord of the Rings I there. I think you're back in the Star Wars Legends universe. I went, I went Lord of the Rings <laughs> straight into it. Uh, El Salvadorian quesadillas. It's like a tangy pound cake. Mm. Mm -hmm. I make it for friends and they're expecting tortillas and cheese. Nope. This is a delicious dessert. <laughs> I love that. Food nice. is a good one. What a yeah. great twist on it. And it's, it's it's pronounced uh, quesadillas, uh, just so you know. Quesadillas is, <laughs> is how uh, our good friend Ian produces, uh, pronounces it. Quesadillas. Uh -huh. Quesadillas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just prepare yourself for that. <laughs> He'll be joining us on the show at some point in time. And, and I will ask him to pronounce it. You all hear it for yourselves. It is mm -hmm. wrong and hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, Caleb says, I love showing people the Royal Tenenbaums. It's one of my go-to movies when I'm getting to know someone, but I also love showing people Kiki's delivery service. You know, Caleb brings up a, another thing that, that is natural to do, which is to throw out a tester movie, right? To be like, Hey, you know, watch this with me. And then to, to, to gauge, you know, uh, if somebody kind of is on the same wavelength as you. Now, this is important stuff, not necessarily for understanding you know, which human is more valuable to spend time with or, or not, but for understanding how in the future to understand your friends, tastes, preferences, those kind of things. Um, so for me, Royal Tenenbaum, I didn't like Royal Tenenbaums. Um, I'm, I wasn't a fan of a lot of Wes Anderson stuff. There are a few Wes Anderson movies I like, but, um, so just knowing that stuff, stuff helps you understand where to zone in on movies that you both might like, as opposed to ones that, uh, just you do. Mm -hmm. What is this one? I successfully introduced or guilted Princess Bride to Lolly after nagging her for a while. And Those are the ones. Princess oof, Bride. It gets you. I get nervous about it. Once you like really push something on someone and then they finally watch it, then there's just this like like earlier talking about. Oh, I really built this thing up. Yeah. So. Yeah, wow, did you I've, like been it? I've been trying to work on uh, oh. work mm -hmm. on that as well because when I love something, I really love it, and I will often talk publicly about how much I love. Well, I mean, it's what I do. It's, I have a podcast where I do that, but um, but yeah, there is something about building up those expectations uh, for people that can be counterproductive. Yeah. Um, so many more things here. Caleb says I also love explaining mythology to people, but that rarely comes up. Uh, Caleb just reminds me have you have i told you about yet slash have you heard me talk about the webtoons comic um called lore olympus you might really like it it's fantastic it's beautiful it's some of the most beautiful art and i think the um the person who does it lore olympus uh it's going to be turned into a comic soon and it's just it's really well done so you might really enjoy that Lolly says, I love swapping Christmas traditions, uh, Xmas traditions, in particular making mince pies for people, little individual pastries filled with preserved fruits. Um, food's a big one, right? Like food is definitely one that like when you find something you love and you want to introduce it to other people. I, I know people whose love language is food, you know, like the idea of, 
oh, I love this thing. Try it, you know, and just the, the joy you get out of seeing somebody else enjoy something you found. Um, I think that's very similar to what I'm talking about with uh, with the movies. So, yeah. Um, he, Alan. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Dicer. Uh, says, I have tried to introduce people to the foods that make America great. Uh, it's a TV show on History Channel. No one seems to like it. No. <laughs> I well, love, then you get to love something yourself. You know? uh, I love the Great British Bake Show because the competition reveals a lot of the history of what they're making. And I like that part of it, learning the history of it. So I've actually got it pulled up. Um, it looks like there's a few episodes. Uh, so I might... I might watch it because I do like learning about the history of food. Well, so there maybe there's one person, Mr. <laughs> just Dicer, one. just one, just one, just one. <laughs> uh, Matt says, I don't get a chance to introduce things to other adults much, but introducing to your kids to things you love is always a plus. I just mm -hmm. finished watching the entire Nonology of the Saw franchise, a guilty pleasure with my 16 year old son. I've also introduced him to some of my favorite classic adventure games like the Mist series. I also introduced my kids to the Mist series. Uh, as well as some of the music I liked growing up, and I get to do it all over again down the road since we've also got a two-year-old. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I am with you, too. I end up recommending a lot of kids' stuff to other people these days. Um, that's actually a pleasure for me. There's a show called Waffles and Mochi that I freaking love on Netflix that introduces kids to food and where it comes from and how to, how to cook it, and it has uh, diversity in it. Um mm -hmm. Uh, I think Mich Michelle Obama is, is certainly involved in it because she's actually in the show. But it's great because it's puppetry and animation and discovery. And it's so hilarious. I laugh so hard. I actually showed a, a scene to my mother. We're sitting in the car. And we're both laughing so hard at this kid's show. So, um, But yeah, I don't really I don't really end up recommending a lot to the adult. Same. Same. Uh, full Nick on says, kid mode i'm like introducing people to like have you tried out this, this cool extension for potty training <laughs> <laughs> it's an insert that you put on the toilet lid so and, it, and it's just like it's curved right to their little bums and so they can just sit in it comfortably and learn to potty have you tried that like that's that's my life potty training is your love language uh nick says if we are talking food pumpkin cookies it'll change your life i've had mm -hmm. pumpkin cookies and they did not change my life however they were delicious. I really did enjoy them. So, pumpkin. Mm. I guess it did change my life because before I had pumpkin cookies, I had never had pumpkin cookies. After I had pumpkin cookies, my life had changed in that I had now had pumpkin cookies. So there you go. I guess I've you're had, not wrong. Uh, there's, this, there's this chain called Panera, mm -hmm. also known as St. Louis Bread Company, but it's Panera Bread, and they make a pumpkin muffin. Oh, it's so good. And what they do, they, they have like the pumpkin muffin toppers where they just sell like the curved dome top and not the bottom so it's like a little it, it's like a cookie version of it but it's mm -hmm. still muffin it's still cake so it's less oh yeah. my god yeah. oh i want one right now i'm gonna go there next guys the show is over nice show is over we're gonna i'm gonna go get that in an asiago cheese bagel sliced and toasted mm. Uh, Elizabeth mm, mm, says mm, mm. there's a local Mexican restaurant that my friend introduced me to. And now I can't wait to take a friend who will be in town to Love it. Uh, restaurants are another uh, big one. Uh, speaking of food. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, nice, Nick. We just showed the kids Legends of the Hidden Temple on Paramount Plus and they love it. Definitely a nostalgia trip for me and the wife. Um, yeah, man, that show is wow. That does bring back some nostalgia. Wait, it's Legends fun. of the Hidden Temple. Is that that old show? Mm -hmm. Where it was like a competition, like yeah. you had to mm -hmm. run through it's the like temple. It's like a kids' competition show. Yeah, I used that in an outtake. Mm -hmm. I don't remember which one it was, but yeah, that's um, 
that's old school. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Thanks for chiming in on wow. uh, some of the things you love to introduce to others. The other one I will say that happened this week was uh, disc golf. I took all of my uh, guy friends disc golfing and they loved it. One of them was like, how do I find, you know, discs in a place near me to play? And like it, disc golf is going to be our old guy hangout thing. Like I can already mm -hmm. feel it when we're together. We're going to get up at 6 a.m. every morning go and go throw golfing. around a disc golfing. Like and I can already throw feel out it happening. Your back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can already, I can already feel it. I can already feel it. So, yeah. Uh, we're on to the you questions, guys. This is a yeah. chance, uh, the part of the show where you guys ask us anything that you want to ask us. Um, anything can be asked. Not everything will be answered. As mentioned earlier, just pop a you before your question so we can see it easily in the chat. That's it. That is it. Speaking of disc golf, I'm going to tell you this, Danae, even though I know you don't care about the sport, um, probably one of the top five sports moments of my life happened in disc golf this past uh, weekend. Just like That's a top big five, statement. like view, it, it really is. So I'm going to try to explain this to you in a way that will interest you. Um, so d disc golfing, like golfing, is where you try, you know, to get the disc into the cage, like you would try to get the whole, you know, the ball into the hole. So they came down to the last cage of a five-round tournament. So they've been playing for five days, 18 holes every day. And it was a one-stroke difference between the two leaders who had been battling like all day long, right? So they get to the last cage and, uh, and the one who's one stroke up, basically because of the way the first person threw it, just had to get a par to win and because the other person wasn't close enough to go for a birdie, right? So they get up there. He's 250 feet away, the person who's one behind, and has to make it in order to force a playoff, and he drains it. He, he throws the disc into the cage from 250 feet away to force a playoff in the world championships of disc golf in the fifth round in the last hole. Like it was, Does every, the, was everybody freaking out? Oh my, the, the whole play, like there were thousands of people, spectators there because the sport is just taking off and the place just went nuts. Is there video? The, yeah. Oh yeah. There's okay, absolutely okay. video. Um, and there, there is the person he was, uh, that he caught. And by the way, eventually beat, he won on the sudden death, uh, playoff is the greatest disc golfer ever to have lived. And he was going for like his sixth world championship and, um, this guy's also really, really good, but um, but yeah. Anyways, it was absolutely. I could probably pull up the video uh, as you're looking for you questions if you really wanted to see it. Uh, this same yeah. person, this same person, by the way, in round two had a hole in one uh, uh, as well. So how do like, you he, do that? He had two miracle like throws in the same tournament and ended up winning it. So how it how absolutely how, mind blowing. How how do you do that? Well, I will show you. I will try to pull it up, but okay. uh, you'll have to get us question. through some you questions. Yeah. All right. This one's from Brandon, who says on Brandon on YouTube, who asks, what are some of your favorite collectibles? I'm currently working on the collector collector's edition of World of Warcraft. Ooh, I only have two so far. Okay. First of all, I was thinking of my answer and then you said World of Warcraft and then I lost all sense of time in reality. <laughs> I miss playing that game so much. Um, I think, so I don't have a consistent collection. I have maybe one thing I started to collect when I was, um, probably like around 10, maybe nine or 10 is when that collection started. No, it might've been eight. We did it for a few years. Uh, but they were dolls from a hand, uh, from a lady named Hot Sumi Mangles who made, uh, handmade dolls. 
and every year I would go and get another one. I think I have like eight or nine of them, maybe eight. So I did that for quite a number of years in a row, but I don't really have anything that when I see it, I have to, oh, wait, I just had another one, cobalt glass. If I go into a, um, let me put the dog down. I don't think I have any within arm's reach. You can maybe see one up on the counter right there. This the blue cobalt glass. I really love to collect uh, cobalt. And I have a very, very small collection because they're kind of difficult to find. Um, and wheat pennies. If I ever see a wheat penny, I just set them aside. Um, I have a tragic story of putting them in my wallet and then I lost my wallet. And when I got it back, they had deposited all the money and, and sent me a check for the money because I lost it at like a theme park. And their, their policy is they take out the cash, they put it in their vault, and then they send you a check for whatever they you had mm -hmm. in your wallet. Yeah. And it was all wheat pennies. They didn't know that it was all wheat pennies. So I lost all my little, I think I lost 40, 40 pennies in that were in my wallet. Learned a valuable lesson that day. So I've those, got those some, some uh, of mine. What about I've you? I've got some sports cards, uh, some basketball cards. Uh, I've got some old Jordans and some things that are worth, you know, a little bit. I do have some pennies as well, some coins. Uh, that I've collected. Um, and then now I'm collecting steelbooks, uh, physical media, like steelbook 4K, uh, Blu-rays um, are a lot of fun. They have a limited number that they produce and just kind of pre-order them and, and have them as a, a collector's item. So actually that's kind of been fun as well. There's a question in chat about a wheat penny. So I'm going to see, because I actually found one today, but I just oh, about what they look it like? in my bag. Let's see. It's, it's really going to be hard to see, I fear. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to focus in on that yep you want to grab another question or do you pull are you, there it is i've got the video uh ready i don't know i'm trying to think like the best way to share it uh well, i don't this know is if so tricky <laughs> i don't know if there's a way to share just the like if i ma if i full screen this does it show the i can tell you yeah oh, it's full screen go. now yeah all right okay so, so here's the guy yeah he he's walking can you hear it? Yeah. Today. He's man. thinking to himself, I can do this. He's trying to make this. If I, if I just do that, I do this. Okay, okay. All right, I can do this. Dear Jesus, please. Oh, he didn't go. And again, he's one stroke back to the final hole of her five rounds. Hey, Derek, we're watching this guy do something insane. Okay, there it goes. <laughs> oh, no way! No way! Oh my god. It's insane. Like, it's just. The whole place is going nuts. So he had to get a hole in one. Well, that wasn't in one. That was actually his third shot. Oh, okay. But he had to birdie it. That's the clutchest thing I've ever seen. I wish I was there. Well. Holy crap. So, so then he goes on to. He goes on to win this. He goes on to win. It forces a playoff, and he wins in the first uh, playoff hole. And I can show you also. Um, I also like that he has a ponytail. That's great. That's he's cool. Great. James Conrad is a really cool dude. But this was from uh, earlier in the tournament. I can show you this one as well. Let's see if I can do this, and then this, and then this, and this. All right. This is from this is from uh, earlier. Is this the this, this is, was the, this was second this was the second round. Okay. I have to tell you, I'm already bored though. <laughs> no, I, I understand. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I mean, but there's other people who are going to love this. Okay. I, what I want him to do is this is the balance beam and he's going to do like a, <laughs> like a little uh, 
cartwheel and then throw it. So what are we watching here? He just threw. To the mountains? Does it go all the way to the mountain? How far is that? Go in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> you see it down there? See that all the way down there? Yeah. 320 feet. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that coming out of my pocket, bud, mean? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. He maybe had a maybe he had a, a, he had a an ace bet with somebody. I don't know. Oh, but man. Um, but there you Holy go. So crap. anyhow, so disc golf is a is another one um, that I like to share. All right, we've got, I'm sure we've got you questions now. Apologies we for do. going on that. And uh, we have requests. Oh yeah, your dogs have been your dogs been through some stuff this week. So yeah, yeah. Reese's had a has had an incident, and so he's pretty sore and he's very needy and lovey. Buddy, you want to say hi to everybody? Hello. Elizabeth says I start a new job next week. Yay! Yay! Do are you still have any, in retail or did you what are you doing? Do you have any advice about being the new person in a workplace? That's a great question. That is an absolutely great question, Elizabeth, um, because it is something we've all been through, may all go through again. Um, so today I'd like to hear yours. I was I experienced you as a new person uh, in the workplace. So Yeah, I've had many iterations of being the new person in a workplace, and I think that my advice now would be different than it was, you know, years ago. So <laughs> um, okay, I think my advice now would be, this is going to sound insane, but don't say much of anything at first. Just observe, observe the power dynamics, observe the relationships, and um, try not to make yourself available to do all of the jumping in and filling in the blanks. Mm -hmm. Like, I think one of the things that I always struggled with was, you know, you jump in, you, you you do everything you can to make a difference, and then you become the person that's responsible for fixing everything all the time. And, and then jobs become a different thing. It, it turns into a life almost. So I kind of, my strategy for new jobs now is to watch and see how things are going and then pick and choose who to invest in and what to invest in. Because if you've laid all on the cards on the table too early, I think I can get burned out pretty quick. Um, but that wasn't always my advice. And so I don't know. I don't. That's for me, though, because I know my personality. I'm a people pleaser. I struggled with obligation for a lot of years. So I would feel obligated to be the one that filled in the blanks. I would feel obligated to be the one that did problem solving. And I don't struggle with that as much or if at all anymore um, because I've done a lot of work. And it takes a certain level of, of I mean, to look t to tell someone, no, I can't do that. Knowing you technically could if you just rearranged everything in your life to make it possible. Like it takes a certain level of guts to be unapologetically um, unavailable Protective. outside yeah. of your hours. So just protect yourself, I think, is the big one for me. For me, the biggest thing, especially right there at the beginning, is observation of relationship dynamics uh in every situation is different every work environment is different every uh everything is different but to be able to go to, into a place and observe what the relationships are what the dynamics are what the power structure is um all of that is really really important for you to be able to find your place and kind of how you relate to uh, the other people uh, at the job and to know, you know, this is the person that it's in, you know, important for me to, uh, to, you know, look up to, this is the person that's important for me to listen to uh, all that stuff. So 
Yeah. But have fun. You know, I hope it's an, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, don't be too hard on yourself. You can't learn it all in one, you know, at the, at mm -hmm. the beginning. Hopefully there's a lot of grace and, and yeah. have fun with it. I'm going to, I'm going to look in the chat to see if you answered the question on where you're working, but congrats. Uh, Nick says, how do you avoid trailer spoilers, Aaron? I decided I didn't want to watch the new Shang-Chi uh, trailer. And as soon as I turned on social media, the big spoiler from the trailer was everywhere. Um, oh, this is an easy answer. Don't go on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, okay. So uh, this is going to be, this is going to be difficult because you'll find a shift. The longer you go without trailers, the first few months I stopped watching movie trailers, I would still see spoilers everywhere. And the reason is I was tuned in to my previous headspace of wanting to see trailers of, oh, I cannot wait to see stuff. I eventually came to a place, I'm not saying this happens for everybody, but I eventually came to a place where I, I actually no longer wanted to see or know those things. I literally didn't want it not in any way. And so I'm telling you, I've been on social media since the, the uh, Shang-Chi trailer has uh, dropped. I don't know the spoilers you're talking about. So like, I, it's just like, what are I you think saying? I, are you saying you have mental powers that diverted I'm spoilers I'm saying you because develop you a blind put spot. yourself in the no, right you just spot. You develop blind spots because you gen, genuinely don't want to see those things. We all have blind spots in our life because of how we feel about things, things that we will not engage with because we don't want to think about it. We don't want to deal with it. Um, and I just, I've developed that with spoilers and trailers. I just like, That's an interesting. I, will vague, I will vaguely be aware I'm scrolling past something movie related and then just, I'm not interested in reading it or seeing it. So interesting. Interesting. I wonder too, like I had to unfollow some Twitter uh, um, handles that I actually really love. There's but they that as well. Always yeah. spoiled things. And so, uh, and mine are critical role. Mine were uh, campaign based for a show that I listened to. Mm -hmm. And every single time I, I got out of the sink, I, I can't watch live. I have to watch it the next day or the day after. And every time I logged into Twitter that Friday morning, I would see tweets and spoilers. And so I just had to, even though I really like their content outside of that, it's, I can't block just that. So I had to unfollow. So maybe, yeah. that, maybe that's yeah, nice that, too. That'll happen as well. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, anyways. Uh, Aaron, what would your five most rewatched movies be? I honestly don't know. I, you're, if you're asking like the literal question, it would probably have to be stuff from my childhood that I just watched over and over and over again, like Star Wars. Um, Star Wars, I'm sure, would be way up there. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, I'm sure, would be way up there. Um, just stuff that just kind of basically was on repeat when I was growing up. Uh, so... It would be, probably be movies like that. I don't know that I could tell you five um, in that way. Um, as an adult, it would be things like Singing in the Rain, um, Vertigo, uh, those kind of movies. Uh, let's see. How are your, here's from Lolly. How are your dogs with fireworks? And what are your plans for Doggos on the 4th, uh, a.k.a. Ungrateful Colonials? <laughs> my dogs are terrified of the explosions in the sky, and so is my four-year-old. I obviously don't know how she's going to be this year, but every year um, leading up to uh, so far, she's not done well with fireworks. And we moved into a neighborhood with incredibly high activity um, and we're having a vaccination uh, party on the 4th of July. Aaron, you and your family are invited. Um, oh, nice. Thank you. We're doing like a little uh, burgers and cookout and hangout. There's a pool across the street people can go to if it's not packed with people already if they want to. Um, 
and that will be fun. That will enjoy. But once it turns dark and this neighborhood explodes, now literally they start shooting off fireworks in the daytime as well, which to me is just dumb because you can't even see them. But I don't, it's not my money you're burning, literally just exploding in the sky. Um, so when the lights go down, it gets nuts. It was nuts last year and we were told by most neighbors that that was a really quiet year. <laughs> And I was just hiding in the basement with the dogs and Iris. So I fully expect to be in the basement, um, watching movies, turning the volume up, and the dogs will be hiding. I create a little tent space for them because they instinctively want to be in caves. So we'll set up a whole like fort, pillow fort, and just everybody will be just kind of like be ensconced in uh, pillows and blankets and we'll have like a little flap at the front where we can see the TV and watch movies. That's my plan. But no. you have some, and re, do you have something to say about that, Twix? <laughs> you know, it was interesting. Um, I grew up in Michigan, and you can't have uh, pro propulsive exploding fireworks. So you can have like sparklers and you know bottle rockets, that kind of stuff. But you can't have anything like you can't personally buy anything that ex you know that has to be launched out of a you know rocket. Um, so it was interesting moving to Missouri, my first Fourth of July, and just being like, "Oh, everybody's launching bombs around here." Okay, <laughs> all right, uh, gonna stay away from that house on Fourth of July. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, it's so, it's everywhere. Uh, but I'm also I'm also Mister you know scaredy cat of anything that could be dangerous in any way. I I set off professional fireworks once when I was younger. Um, and, and almost lost a digit, I, right? It was it was terrifying, and I never want to do it again. Um, so yeah, I I get scared. I like uh, safety. Slab I like mentions safety. Doggo volume. We do have dog treats that we that we give the dogs. Um, that will kind of like put them into a more gentle state, mm. more relaxed state. So we will be administering those <laughs> throughout the day. Uh, uh, we do check with our vet on that. Just just. Hobza says, favorite horror movie. Uh, Danae, do you have an answer to this? No. Okay. I, I would probably say Psycho or other Alfred Hitchcock movies that uh, some might consider horror movies. Um, modern horror is not my thing. There are some that I think are okay that I like. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'd go classic on that one. So, yeah, well, there you go. I mean, I think I watched one... Is it was Jennifer's body considered a horror movie? Yeah, I think or so. Or is that horror okay, comedy? I think yeah. that's the only one that I've watched. Then I'm pretty sure. I think the rest of them were more suspense movies. Um, yeah. But I I don't enjoy horror movies at no. all. You probably saw some growing up. I imagine like you had friends that watched them, like like a Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth or anything like that. Okay. No. Right, fair enough. I mean, I think I've probably seen scenes from them and then just immediately like did not want to watch them. Uh, I have a memory of being at someone's house um, and their dad was watching a horror film of some kind. And we were uh, there were stairs that went down the like the living room had stairs on the back side of the living room that went down. And there was just enough stairs and just enough space between the chairs that were set up where you could be on the stairs and peeking out over and through the furniture and see the TV. And so we were all taking turns peeking on the TV because we weren't supposed to watch it. Ah. And um, I do have a couple of really terrifying memories of things I saw on the TV that day. Nice. Yeah. You know, just great. <laughs> the, uh, the ones I really do love... Uh, that maybe consider horror movies are the ones that kind of um, 
they are horror movies, but they also make fun of horror movies. Movies like Scream, uh, Cabin in the Woods, uh, maybe Shaun of the Dead, uh, something like that. Um, oh, I really enjoy. Oh, so thank yeah. you, Chat. You're coming through for me. I did watch the new Carrie, but I literally do not remember any of that. Yeah, I know we reviewed it. I do not remember any of it, yeah. but I do remember this terrible experience of watching Seven. So thank you, Nick, for reminding me that I had blocked that out. Uh, seven <laughs> was one of the most terrifying things I've ever experienced on every single level. It mm -hmm. messed me up for three days. I couldn't eat very well. I couldn't drink very well. I was traumatized after watching this movie. I mean, you're not alone on that. That's not just a you thing. It was that, the that movie worst is... thing I have ever. It was torture. I have. I don't ever, ever want to experience dark, anything movie. like that ever yeah. again. And I watched the entire thing. Uh, Man, when was yeah. that? When it came out. Wow. Yeah. Just, just with friends or something or just yeah. like, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That's, oh, that, it was awful. that's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> it was the worst. Uh, well, I, I mean, it's a, a, a tough place to end it. Maybe we'll just end it with <laughs> some humor from Slab. So the mist Slab. isn't on your list. <laughs> Slab, every single time. I can count on you, my dear friends. Guys, this is so much fun um, for us to spend time with you. We will be back to our normal schedule of 9 a.m. every Monday. And some days we do try to come on and spend time with you at other points of the week. It will probably not be this week. It's going to be a busy one for someday both Aaron and I. we will do another someday. someday. We started off strong. We actually were doing mm -hmm. some days at the beginning. So mm -hmm. we're still saying it because we believe it will be true. Uh, you right. can catch this in podcast format on our Shoe the Dough podcast. You can also see it on VOD on the Aaron and Danae um, uh, channel for YouTube. If you go over there, they're there. They're also on our Twitch. And of course, catch the show live every Monday, 9 a.m. Central. You can find all of our follow information uh, listed down below for the viewers. Um, but most importantly, thanks to our Patreon supporters. You guys have been so patient with us because we didn't even tell you on Patreon that we were taking time off. You're amazing. <laughs> we appreciate you. Um, everyone's giving like five bucks a month or more to allow us to not only do this show, but others on the podcast network. And you can find out more about supporting us at patreon.com slash studio DNA. We'll catch you on the next Monday or someday. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of way. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.